Hi there. Hi. Hello. In this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss series, I want to address the difference between dieting and exercising for weight loss versus dieting and exercising for maintenance. There is going to be a part one and a part two to this because I have a few things to say and I promise I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) This time to say it. But before I get started, I have to give a huge shout out to my very first supporter of the Rust-Based Weight Loss podcast series on anchor.fm. I have my very first supporter, Diana. She uh, has pledged to contribute monthly to support the Rust-Based Weight Loss podcast series. And so I want to give a huge thank you and shout out to my very first supporter. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for supporting this series. I am thrilled that my passion for spreading the news of rest-based weight loss in this avenue, in this way, uh, has resonated with you uh, to the point where you have decided on your own uh, on your own fruition to support this podcast monthly. So thank you, Diana. I appreciate you. I wanted to publicly announce you and celebrate you and thank you for your support. Okay. So for everyone else, in case this is your first time listening, in case this is your first time coming across me and you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I am a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss is an approach to weight loss that focuses on balancing the metabolism and keeping stress hormones low so that weight loss just happens effortlessly, so that it happens effortlessly. And then the weight that you lose, you actually sustain forever. So I guess you can say that rest-based weight loss is a, a lifestyle change, but it's a very smart lifestyle change. Um, It's a lifestyle change that is not cliche and is not uh, so general and broad. Rest-based weight loss takes your individual metabolism and what separates you, your metabolism, and your lifestyle from everyone else's. It looks at, it takes it from that perspective. Then it takes like the science and the psychology behind uh, what you have to do to transition your current lifestyle to a rest-based lifestyle. It takes all of that into account. And then what I do as a coach is I give you the strategies that you need to make that transition, but to make the transition in a way that will actually last forever. So if you want, as you're listening to me now, or as you're listening to the rest of these episodes, and you are hearing very specifically that the approaches that you've taken to weight loss in the past have failed you very specifically because of some of the things that I'm mentioning in this series, and you would like my assistance, you would like my help, you would like to work with me in a group setting to and figure out very specifically what your lifestyle looks like, what your metabolism looks like, and what tools you need to make the transition and the transformation to be able to achieve your health and fitness goals and sustain those goals for the rest of your life, then I want you to go to operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. That will take you to my intake form. That will take you to a form where you can answer some questions about your definition of eating healthy and whether or not you feel like you do that well. 
what you, uh, your current exercise regimen and whether or not, and what you can contribute or what you can uh, invest time-wise into your health. You know, a bunch of different questions that allow me to get some more information about you. And then right after you answer those questions, you're able to schedule a call with me so that we can talk about those things, okay? So if you want access to that, then click the link in the description of this episode. All right, so uh, this is just going to be a part one, and we'll do part two tomorrow. But I want to talk about the difference between weight loss versus, uh, versus maintenance. Let me start by saying, let me start by sharing a brief story about how I, once I, and I talk about the fact that in, in my weight loss journey, I struggled for eight months with my weight up and down for eight months in between my pregnancies off and on when I was trying to lose weight, I couldn't sustain the longest I sustained, the longest I sustained any of my weight loss results was 30 days. And that was like an anomaly, <clears throat> excuse me, because I usually wouldn't sustain any results for more than like three or four days. I wouldn't sustain any changes for more than three or four days. So for eight years, I struggled, right? And then four years ago, after uh, experiencing like a, a really bad health scare, I decided that it was time for once and, once and for all to figure this out like once and for all. Let's just get the, you know, figure it out once and for all. No more struggling. And I discovered this approach to weight loss that looks at it from the metabolic perspective, that looks at it from a hormonal perspective. And, and how you need to manipulate your hormones and manipulate your metabolism, like kind of coax your metabolism into releasing weight without stressing it out, right? So I learned all about how to lose weight in this way. And I was able to lose 33 pounds in five months. I was at, my body fat percentage was like at a 31% and five months later, like with the fat just started melting off me, it went down to 19%. But let me tell you something, I was able to achieve that transformation. However, because my mind was so ingrained in living a fat loss lifestyle that once I got down to my goal weight and I actually got below my goal weight to the point where I was like, okay, I actually need to put on a few pounds. I've lost a little too much. Now I got to gain a little bit of it back. So once I was at the point where it's like, okay, I need to stop losing here. Now I have to maintain. Now I have to sustain. I will, I'll be honest with you. And that took me like a year and a half, almost two years to figure out. Weight loss, diet and exercise for weight loss is a, complete, a completely different universe than diet and exercise for, for sustainability. And that's another reason that I believe that the reason why 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years, a large part of that, I believe, is because they are still living in this weight loss universe lifestyle. I believe it's typically probably up until they hit a plateau. You know, for those that have a significant amount of weight to lose, they lose maybe 40 pounds, 50 pounds, and then they hit a plateau or they lose 20 pounds and then hit a plateau then they they hit that plateau and some people just stay. They stay at that weight. Now, there are a few different directions. There are some people that are like, okay, now I need to break through this plateau and I need to keep going. And for those people that find that they can't break the plateau and they're stuck at that weight, a lot of, a large percentage of those people out of like frustration 
end up going backwards in their eating and exercise habits and then gaining the weight back. So that's how they end up in that percentage. There are some people that hit the plateau and they figure, okay, I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to stay here. So I've lost like 50 pounds. It's, I'm, you know, I, I should be able to reward myself with a cookie. And then a cookie turns into a dozen cookies, turns into pie, turns into cake, turns into ice cream. And then before you know it, slowly but surely, like half of the weight that they were able to lose, they gained back within a few months, right? So that's how they fall into that statistic. So, and then there are people that, like me, probably a smaller percentage, who get down to their goal weight, who fight through the plateau, who get through the plateau, who get through all of those things, who become really diligent about living like their fat loss lifestyle or living their healthy lifestyle. And then they get down to their goal weight and then they struggle. They struggle with this like the this world of I don't there I'm allowed to have some allowances. I'm allowed to have some freedom in my diet. I'm allowed to have some freedom in my exercise. But if there was no work up here mentally while they were changing physically, then they might be afraid. Like I know people who have fantastic bodies, have lost all the weight, who look excellent, but are afraid to cheat. They're afraid to change their, like they're afraid to give themselves some flexibility. They're scared to not go to the gym because they're afraid that they're going to go backwards. Hi, dad. You said that that's you. Yeah. And gained it back. So that's very common. It's, it's very common to like lose the weight, get down to the, you know, get loose and weight, either hit a plateau or feel like, okay, you know, there's some flexibility here and then make some decisions that end up where the weight ends up coming back on. So one of the things that I learned very early on in my journey, and, and I have to be honest, I don't know if I would have been able to achieve what I had achieved if I had not have known this going into my journey. And the one thing that I learned very early on from Dr. Jade, uh, who was the creator of the programs that I followed, the one thing that I learned very early on, he said something very specific. He said, whatever you do to lose the weight is the same thing that you're going to have to do plus some in order to keep the weight off. And I didn't really understand the science behind what he was saying at first when he said it, but as I started to learn more, I understood. The problem is that when we start to lose weight, and I mentioned this, um, check out yesterday's episode if you haven't. I mentioned this yesterday, but when we start to lose weight, we start to make a transformation to our metabolism. Our metabolism responds to our weight loss by slowing down the amount of calories that we naturally burn. Now, if we make that transformation too drastic, the other thing our metabolism will do is drive up our hunger and our cravings for the foods that we miss. Okay, that's the metabolism's response trying to cope with the changes is by slowing down the amount of calories that we burn and trying to increase the amount of calories we consume so that eventually over time, we just end up gaining the weight back. So it's almost as if uh, it's almost as if we are, uh, uh, you know, it's almost as if we're, we're playing a losing game. You know, we're playing a game that eventually is that we're going to lose. And the statistics point to the fact 
that most of us lose at this game. The metabolism always wins. So the very first thing that I learned is because of this adaptation and every seven, like every three to four days, our metabolism is adapting by slowing down just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until eventually our, our weight, we hit a plateau and then our weight loss stops, right? So I learned very early on that whatever it was that I was doing in order to lose the weight that I had, that I was losing, I had to sustain I had to keep doing it in order to keep the weight off. Why? Because as soon as I stopped doing that, then I would be at a point where my metabolism was running slower than it was before I started and that my appetite would be higher than it was before I started. And so I already knew that as soon as I stopped doing whatever I was doing to lose the weight, that it was only going to be a matter of time before the weight started coming back on because of the changes to my metabolism. So that's really important. It's, it's really important when we're entering a weight loss journey and we're starting a weight loss strategy. The very first question we have to ask ourselves is, is this sustainable for me? Like based on my lifestyle, based on my history, based on my previous experience, Will I be able to sustain this? Like, what does history say? How long have I been able to sustain this in the past? If it's only been a few months, then I already know that I have to make a different decision up front so that when I get a few months into my journey and I get to the place where I usually hit that plateau or I hit that stopping point or I hit that point where I start gaining the weight back, that I'm already ready for it so that I can make a different choice and keep moving forward in my journey. So that's very important to keep in mind as you're starting off, whatever it is that you're doing to lose the weight in the first place, you must sustain in order to maintain your weight loss. So what does exercise and diet for uh, weight loss look like versus for maintenance? Well, it looks like number one, choosing something definitely that you enjoy doing, choosing something that fits into your lifestyle, but choosing something that is that minimally disrupts your current lifestyle. You can't have too much disruption in what you're currently the life, the life that you're currently living. Otherwise, you're only going to be able to sustain that strategy for a few months before your before your lifestyle just takes over what it is that you're doing takes over and then before you know it you're kicking out you know the the your weight loss strategy that you implemented now i am a huge promoter of working smart not hard and i mentioned this in the last few episodes that you know when i talked about uh plateauing and i talked about uh, uh losing weight while you're working at an office working an office job so i talked about this workout smart not hard i also talked about transitioning your eating to reduce your your to reduce your calorie intake without depriving yourself Now, that's a fine line that looks very different for everyone because we all have different needs. We have different lifestyles and we have uh, different strategies, you know, different approaches that we have to take that's based on what's sustainable for us as individuals. 
But for weight loss, what, what you want your weight loss lifestyle to look like, that weight loss lifestyle has to be the same lifestyle that you can continue to live for the rest of your life. So for me, I knew for sure that I would never ever be someone that could go to the gym five days a week for like 45 minutes to an hour at a time. As much as I would love in a perfect world to be that gym rat, as much as I, I mean, that's my fantasy. I fantasize about being one of those people. But at some point I had to get real with myself and say, I have kids, I have a home, I have a family, I have a business, I have a job. I have all of these responsibilities going on. Now I could for a short, a short time make that my priority, going to the gym five days a week, but eventually when one of these things spirals out of control and all of my attention needs to be diverted to what's happening in my life, the gym is gonna be the first place to go. So what did I do instead? I said, okay, what is the purpose of me going to the gym five days a week? What is it that I wanna accomplish? Now, let me take what I want to accomplish at the gym and let me find an alternative that will allow me to meet that same objective in like half the time. And that's how I found the workout program that allowed me to number one, work out at home without any equipment. Okay. The convenience factor of being able to still be available for all of my responsibilities while still meeting my physical needs. So I was able to find a program I could do at home without any equipment. And it was also a program that didn't require me to work out five days a week. It only required me to work out three days a week. What did that mean? That, mean, that means I had flexibility. I could go seven days and pick out my three days that were most convenient for me. That elongated the time that I had and increased the chance that I would actually hit my workouts every week because it was only three instead of five, you know, for the seven days. And then what did I do? I started to learn about my my eating habits. I started to learn about why it was that I craved the food that I craved. I started learning about the foods that I was eating and how it was I could continue eating the foods that I loved without feeling like I was depriving myself. So for me, what that looked like, I didn't know that I didn't know it at the time. For me, it looked like eating a lot of meat, as much meat as I possibly wanted. It looked like adding in a lot of healthy fats into my meals to keep me feeling full and satisfied, okay? And then it also looks like me eating like a lot of vegetables because I, the, my problem was I was trying low calorie diets in the past and I have the type of metabolism that needs a lot of calories. So restricting my calories always led to me binging because my body needs a lot of food. So what's the need there? I need to eat a lot of food. How do I eat a lot of food? without all the calories? Well, if the majority of my calories are coming from simple carbohydrates like pastas and breads and those things, how about we limit those simple carbohydrates and increase the protein and the fiber and the healthy fats because the overall calorie intake of those, of those foods are, are not as high as the simple carbohydrates. So this allowed me to eat as much as I want. This allowed me to eat until I was full but because I was eating mostly proteins and vegetables and fats and, and fruits and nuts and those things, I was, I was able to eat as much as I want and it would fill me up. 
without all of the calorie intake of like the simple carbs and the sugars and those types of things. Okay. So what, so what did that look like in the long run for me? That looked like my body as, as physically as I was changing and I was getting smaller and I was losing weight, my body started adapting to the, to the fact that I was exercising three days a week. My body started adapting to the fact that I was eating mostly proteins and vegetables and fruits and nuts during the weight loss journey. So that by the time I got down to my weight loss, my body had completely adapted to this style of exercise, to this way of eating. And it was something that I enjoyed very much and was able to sustain. And because I was able to sustain it, because I enjoyed it, my body was able to maintain and sustain the loss. Does that make sense? I made a lot of leaps there, but it all first started with an honest look at myself and my current lifestyle and how it was I, can, I could meet the needs that I wanted and meet the needs that my body needed without pushing my metabolism too far out of balance and keeping it sustainable for me. So this was a little abstract, like this section of the difference between dieting and exercising for weight loss versus maintenance. It was a little like kind of out there giving you like a baseline introduction into it. But in tomorrow's episode, I want to uh, give like some tips and some practical applications, some things that you can take away and start implementing so that you can look at your current strategy and say, okay, is this a, a maintenance strategy I'm doing right now? Is this weight loss strategy sustainable for me so that when I get down to my goal weight, I can keep doing this for the rest of my life and, and keep the weight off? I'm going to give you some practical applications, some, step to be, some steps to be able to look at that and figure that out in tomorrow's episode. So come back, okay? All right. Uh, once again, if you want to uh, have an opportunity to connect with me and work with me, go to operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. I've linked it in the description of this episode. Thank you again so much. Thank you again to uh, my very first subscriber and my, my very first supporter of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast. Thank you, Diana, for your financial support and contributing to this series. I really appreciate it once again, and I'm looking forward to coming back and seeing you guys next time. Bye.